Welcome to the Stripology Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy, experienced dancer, mindset and strategy coach, and founder of the Industry Academy. This industry completely transformed my life, and I've coached hundreds of women to do the same through my signature framework of sales, mindset, and confidence. I help dancers of all experience levels who are inspired to master their craft and maximize their income. In this podcast, I will share with you my personal journey and the skills I learned that helped me to lift my financial ceiling, cultivate confidence, and quadruple my income on a consistent basis. Thank you so much for being here. Let's get into it. If I asked you to dance. Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Stropology Podcast. I'm Wendy, your host. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Today, I really want to talk about a topic that completely changed the game for me. It was my biggest hurdle in the strip club, and it's something that has been an ongoing journey. The topic is mindset. That's a pretty broad term, but it's something that is really crucial to be on top of whilst we're in the strip club. The strip club is full of opportunities to work on ourselves. It's full of so many different random things that can come up that can test us in in different ways. And we can learn so much about ourselves when we really learn different skills in handling different situations. It's how we manage how we feel internally. That is the massive game changer. When I first started out in stripping, I had extremely low self-belief, confidence, and I was completely riddled with anxiety and self-doubt. Now, naturally, these things come up. Um, You know, we're all only human, but it's definitely about having different strategies to help manage the uncomfortable feelings when they come up. And that makes a huge difference in the strip club because our internal environment is felt and, you know, if we're feeling unsettled and rattled on the inside, it can completely affect the way that we come across when we're interacting with people around us. So this, yeah, like I said, has been an ongoing journey for me. Um, I've done a lot of work with a huge amount of different modalities um on my quest to just settle the foundations and settle that internal environment um you know for my own sanity but my own resilience and all of the benefits that come with a more calm internal uh environment and it definitely helps with confidence um because when you're shaken off your path and you find yourself you know, really uprooted and, you know, into the ditch, you know, it's it's quite difficult to get back out. And so it's just a really worthwhile thing to really work on your internal state so you're less able to be destabilised and rattled and less often in that ditch. Um there's a few ways that we can keep our energy in the strip club. And one of them is really working on our mindset. 
because it takes a lot of energy to get unsettled and it takes even more energy to get back into a settled state and feeling, you know, on your own team on the inside. So that's what this topic is about. It's hugely um, valuable topic. And sometimes we're not aware just how much we get rattled, but we might feel things come up for us like frustration and anxiety and just wanting to retreat and hide and not speak to anyone. Um, Overwhelmed. There's so many ways that feeling unsettled can show itself. And so it's quite a journey to identify what is unsettling us and the ways that we manage that. So this is also obviously applicable in our everyday life um, as basically most things that we learn in the strip club are. It's just such a wealth of transferable learnings in being a stripper and being in this career. So as I said, this was my biggest hurdle and it took a huge amount of work and I'm still working on it to really just get in touch with myself more deeply and feel okay with all of the times that I don't feel okay about myself because that always comes up. So, you know, just always learning from new situations, you know, different ways to manage whatever I'm feeling. Um, Yeah, so it's definitely transferable and there's a huge range of tools out there for us. Um, Some suit other people, more than others and all of that kind of thing. So it's definitely a journey, um, an individual journey. Basically in the strip club, if we are coming from a place of self-doubt or instability, a um, bit of turmoil going on inside, um, it's really hard to be productive because we're up against a force, right? We're not just flowing through and, you know, our energy precedes us. Um, So we almost have a filter when we're in a place of self-doubt where we're filtering things through a negative lens, negative towards ourselves. So we're basically not being on our own team. We're almost up against ourselves and that's like an entirely different battle to just the whole environment of the strip club if we're battling ourselves as well it can become really hard and really heavy so it's really difficult to persist if we're doubting ourselves because basically hand in hand with doubting ourselves is a lack of self-belief and that's a huge ingredient in sales and you know the hustle itself is believing in ourselves because you know, we need to be sold on the product first before we can sell it. And the product is us. And if we're not sold on that and we're not believing in the product, it makes our job harder. It makes it more difficult to convince others basically to believe in it as well. So it's harder to persist. It's harder to initially approach people. If we're feeling extremely out of sorts, It can even make it more difficult to be at work full stop to show up to our shifts and it can see us like I said before wanting to just play small and not really give it a go because we're wanting to protect ourselves we're not feeling stable and so in a sense we're in a bit of a fear state and so 
our behaviour changes and we can yeah, play small and just not want to get hurt. So we, we're more likely to not put ourselves out there due to fear of rejection, fear of not being accepted, whatever it is. This is all on a quite unconscious level. So we might just notice it coming up in ways, like I said before, but also just thoughts like I'm over it, everyone is dickheads, you know, and just all different things like that we tell ourselves that put ourselves off even trying in order to protect ourselves. So really recognising what those look like individually for ourselves is really powerful. So it's great that we want to protect ourselves, but it definitely interferes with our productivity. Hands down, I know for a fact through my own journey that in that fear state, I definitely have much more difficult nights than when I'm not in that fear state. So we're not on our own team. And we can basically talk ourselves out of a dance. We can block ourselves from abundance, basically. And um, worst of all, we can say incredibly damaging things to ourselves. So not just talking ourselves out of things, but being really self-deprecating and really nasty and negative to ourselves. And I definitely say this from experience. And coming back to that filter of when things are happening, we're not accurately reading the room because it has that negative filter on. And if we're being critical to ourselves, it's very easy to slip into just completely not backing yourself at all. So this is kind of a turning point where the night can split into one of two ways. And I find that, yeah, sometimes we can have like, average nights but we all know the nights when it's on an absolute roll and an upward spiral we're making more money that's feeding our confidence and we're able to you know be banters on point joking around feeling sexy all the things that come with that upward spiral and that confidence and all that external validation matching our internal validation so it's a beautiful you know marriage there and then the opposite which is a downward spiral which sees us making less money which destroys our confidence which has us beating ourselves up telling ourselves horrible things which in turn makes it even harder to hustle which means that we're making even less money and it can just turn really south really quick we don't want it to get to the point where it's splitting and self-awareness is definitely really important key factor for that and our mindset. In saying that, there's a massive difference between a bad night monetarily, so you haven't ha made much money, but you're still on your own team. You still know you've tried everything you could and you're seeing things more accurately, maybe it was a really quiet night. Maybe your timing was just a bit off, you know, and there was things out of your control that happened that, you know, kind of suck, but you know that that's the way the cookie crumbled and you did your best. So you're still telling yourself, you know, um, uplifting things, even despite the fact that you might not have made much money. There's a difference between that and, say, making the exact amount of small amount of money as a night like that but you know that you haven't shown up. 
you know that you have been telling yourself horrible things. You know that your mindset has not been on your side, that you've been against yourself. You know the draining feeling of that. And so not only have you not made much money, but you're feeling drained, you're pissed off with yourself, and it can get really, really dark. And so there is a big difference there. So that's why a mindset really takes a huge role in this whole process because at the end of the day, you know, it's not productive to put ourselves down like that. Um, but that's obviously easier said than done on those difficult nights. Yeah, and when we're annoyed with ourselves as well, it adds to that negative spiral. So it feeds that inner critic. So it is a bit of dangerous territory there. We all have triggers in the club. And like I said at the start, the club can be a very triggering place. And if you frame that in a positive way, okay, fantastic. You know, we get little beacons into what we need to work on. But it is difficult. You know, it's difficult to go through experiences that are triggering to us and they come up. They're always going to come up. They come up in life. We can't wrap ourselves in cotton wool <laughs> and hope that we're not going to get triggered and upset and hurt. It's just not viable. So bringing awareness to these triggers help us, like I said, identify them and then explore more deeply into them. So that's something I do a lot in my one-on-one -on -one coaching with the modalities that I'm trained in. I help my clients to identify what their triggers are um, they're usually, you know, in a blind spot. It's hard sometimes to see them when you're in them, but really exploring into like what happened there and identifying what happened and, and then doing the work on it, you know, exploring into it, facing it. We can't bury it because it's there. If we bury things, they just grow. <laughs> and so it's really important to shine the light into that darkness. And that helps us to understand ourselves even more. So we have a deeper self-awareness. We have a deeper self-awareness around what triggers us. And that can really help us to manage whatever it is that we experience. So like I said as well at the start, it's not about avoiding the triggers, which is what we unconsciously want to do by trying to protect ourselves. It's about the ways that we manage our triggers and the way that we keep our mindset on our own team. So awareness of them is definitely the first step. So like I said, even though sometimes things can be triggering, we can view it as a good thing. Okay, I have some insight here. This situation keeps happening or I keep feeling like this. This is happening repetitively and that can point towards a potential limiting belief something going on under the surface that there's a pattern there unique to you that is derailing you in certain situations and making your job and your life more difficult than it needs to be. So definitely um, the awareness of what's going on is the first step. And then our inner critic, it's always wanting to keep us safe. And so it can be really easy to buy into these critical thoughts unconsciously you know there's a moment where they start and if we just buy into them and start believing them it's very hard to be self-aware then of what sparked this why am I now telling myself these things there's a moment there that we can 
pause and have a think, where did this start? What is it that derailed me right now? And bringing that awareness to the situation. So, yeah, our inner critic is wanting to keep us safe and it's easy to buy into the critical things that we tell ourselves. However, they aren't always true and, in fact, they're often usually absolute bullshit. So these inner critical thoughts in some weird twisted way, they're trying to keep us safe, but sometimes we can be critical on ourselves in order to avoid pain, in order to keep us from taking action that might result in us feeling hurt. For example, approaching a group or something that might make us feel uncomfortable, our inner critic might pipe up and say, oh, you know, you're not going to be able to convince them anyway or that group, they're not going to be interested in you, so I wouldn't even bother going up to talk to them. When the truth is actually, okay, maybe it's a bit out of your comfort zone, but a lot of those thoughts are actual bullshit and you don't know that it's true until you give it a try and there's no harm in actually trying provided you're not buying into the critic. And even if things don't work out, well, you then have a choice. You can tell yourself, hey, I'm really proud of myself for trying that. Like I had no idea how it would turn out. Didn't turn out the way I was hoping, but I'm really proud of my efforts right now. And so cool. I learned something. Fantastic. Or you can buy into the critical thoughts and go, why did I do that? As if they ever would have wanted me to entertain them. As if I even... I'm so such a dickhead for even thinking I had a chance. Like I'm never doing that again and and then playing small and holding yourself back. So that's the way the critic works. It really wants to protect you, but it's very limiting. It's It's a difficult limbo. And if you do stand up against the critic, I just want to point out, be proud of yourself. Allow yourself that opportunity to celebrate yourself even if things don't work out. That's what it's all about, being on our own team, cheering ourselves on. You know, that can help keep us spiralling in a positive momentum. We didn't lose face. We're not telling ourselves we're anything less than what we are before we tried. doesn't change us. The external circumstances does not change our value. So it's okay to try all of the things. So, yeah, if we do buy into those thoughts, it can easily escalate and the awareness allows us that window of opportunity to have a choice and to choose thoughts that support us. And so it's super valuable in the strip club to practice this. It's a practice. Everything is repetition. That's how we learn. So if we start practicing celebrating our efforts, if we start telling ourselves something different to what the critic might be saying, for example, okay, cool, maybe the timing was a bit off, you know, maybe it was something to do with something I didn't have control over. It wasn't necessarily because I'm shit and I'm not good enough. <laughs> So we can train ourselves to really choose the thoughts. Whether or not they're true, we don't actually know, but it's more beneficial to choose the thoughts that support us and really practicing that. Just as the inner critic thoughts might not be true, the thoughts that support us also might not be true, but who cares? They're supporting us. 
So really, I'm encouraging this practice, um, particularly in the strip club, because as I always say, the strip club is a fantasy world. Let it be our fantasy as well. Allow it to be a place where we support ourselves and we go in there and we, you know, allow ourselves to shine in the way that we know the world needs, basically. That's why people are there. That's why we love what we do. That's why strip clubs will always be open. So a choice not to get dragged in it and a choice to see that we are still as valuable and amazing despite the external circumstances. So that last point is a sentence, but it's also a huge meaning in there. And that's that sentence basically in itself is something that I've worked on for so many years allowing myself to realize that external circumstances don't affect the value of me as a person and sometimes I fall off that bandwagon you know sometimes I end up in the ditch but managing that like I said at the start and getting back out becomes easier every time you know and and we can't predict sometimes it can happen so quickly trigger bang ditch <laughs> and so that's the practice to identifying trigger hang on a second I'm not feeling too stable right now I'm feeling really anxious I'm telling myself shit things okay and then taking a moment to shine the light and go okay is this serving me no thank you inner critic I know you're wanting to protect me right now but I'm choosing to think something else. I'm choosing to see it in a different way than you're seeing it. Thank you for trying to protect me. And now I choose to think this. Because the inner critic is a part of us. And so rather than completely dismissing it, that's very difficult to do. So actually you can have a little conversation briefly with that inner critic and let it know, look, I acknowledge you. I acknowledge your role. I appreciate you, but right now it's not serving me and I'm choosing not to listen to it. I will be safe if I take these actions and let's just give it a go and see if you can get it on board. This practice really helps to strengthen our confidence because we can't doubt ourselves and feel confident at the same time. So a lot of the coaching I do is like, you know, I want to feel more confident, um, you know, these things happen, I get a lot of anxiety, blah, 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 and I'm, okay, let's explore this. And often when it's explored and seen from a different perspective or coming from my client's um, mind, because our mind actually knows everything that we need to know, it can really help us to, yeah, dismantle the triggers and see it from a different perspective and shine the light and allow ourselves that space to make the choice and to be on our own team. So that really helps to strengthen our confidence and then we can step away from that process by facing the thing that's derailing us and understanding it more deeply. That can help us stay on the side of confidence rather than getting dragged into the self-doubt. Um, so yeah, really interesting uh, topic. I love this topic um, because it makes such huge leaps and bounds towards success when we really 
discover and pinpoint, you know, the different things that trigger us and the different limiting beliefs that derail us and all of that and just start dismantling it. It really helps things to flow, really helps us um, have more abundant nights, feeling better about ourselves and all of the things that are the ingredients towards the upward spiral. Um, and from that, amazing things can happen. I want to also announce today um, the next round of the Industry Academy, the wait list is open. It's kicking off in June. It's June 14th when we're starting. The wait list is now open. So if you know that you are interested in joining the Industry Academy, it's the three-month container, my signature three-month container that has a huge amount of content, both video um, modules. So there's a library of um, content over 20 hours, really incredible, amazing content that I have worked on for over five years and um, seen incredible results from the people that have gone through the Industry Academy. There's been a lot of people that have repeated the Industry Academy. We do live calls every fortnight. They are amazing. Um, the topics that come up, the intricacies, the beautiful people that join the Industry Academy that are dedicated to working on themselves, seeking support, supporting each other from around the world. It's amazing. I'm just so happy with being able to experience every single round with everybody. Um, and there's a huge range of topics. The main pillars of the Industry Academy, of course, our strategy, so sales strategies, confidence and mindset, because I truly believe that in order to really thrive in the stripping industry, we need elements of all of these. We need amazing sales skills. We need to believe in ourselves and feel confident. And we need to have our mindset on our own team and really searching into that. So the Industry Academy has a lot of different modules that incorporate all of these we do a lot of inner work we do inner child healing some hypnosis as well we learn about self-hypnosis as well as you know really practical um sales strategies things that really help us speed up our sales process and sell more dances more often more quickly and more easily you also receive this textbook so it's like a journal and if you're not watching on YouTube, um, you'll just hear me talk about it on Spotify or wherever you're watching from. But there's space to write in it. So it's a combination of a journal, a textbook, a workbook. This complements all of the modules. This is the last round of the Industry Academy. This is round six coming up, and it's the last round of the Industry Academy as we know it. So I mentioned that yesterday on my story on Instagram and I had a lot of people reach out saying, oh my God, you know, is it the last round? Are you stopping doing courses or um, is it going to be changed? It's the last round as we know it. So what is actually happening after the next round in June? I'm splitting the Industry Academy into two separate courses because there is a huge amount of content in here it's amazing. It's a lot for three months. 
And so I've decided to split it. So there's more space. There's more space to process everything that is included um, and more space for me to keep creating and adding into it. But there's going to be two separate courses coming up. So if you want to receive all of the content from this course, this hugely impactful container that receives mind-blowing results, round in, round out, it's incredible. Um, I'm just so excited about it. If you want to receive all of the content and it's study at your own pace, you get to keep everything for life, work through it at your own pace and absorb it as you want. And people are always welcome to repeat um so if you want to be in the next round then jump in and it's the last time that you can receive all of the content at this price point so it's going to be changed around but it's also evolving so it's evolving in a direction that you know I really want to just make it more spacious and actually bring in um other things that I've got in the works so um there's a lot to come but yeah, I can't wait. There's already a beautiful group that have pre-signed up and I, yeah, I can't wait to start. So if you have any questions, um, please reach out. I would love to hear from you in my DMs or my email because there's just a wealth of knowledge there set to support you in your stripping journey and um yeah, the last time it'll be at this price point uh, in this format. So it's really exciting and I can't wait. I love this format, but I realized because I developed it over five years, it is a lot for a three-month period. But if you are somebody that just wants to get absolutely stuck in and know that, you know, you, you, you're like, give me all the content. I want this. And you get the support of all of the live calls and everything, um, jump in. I invite you. It's going to be amazing. I'll chat to you soon. Have a beautiful day.